some of this, Michael. Be one of us. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. No way in the hallway. Welcome back to the Spook House. I am your host, Phil, and joining me as always is my co-host, Doug, the Long Island Whoa. Italian Stallion himself. <laughs> I'm going to go on the record and say no one has ever called me that but well, you, so I appreciate there, it. There it is, The buddy. Italian part, yes. The Stallion part, no. <laughs> hey, come on. Come on. <laughs> How are you doing this morning, man? This is an early episode for us. Early episode, it's 10.09 precisely, Eastern Standard Time, if anyone's wondering. Uh, I've been wiping crust out of my eyes since we called each other. So, What time did you uh, get up today? Well, I woke up at 6.02 and took a piss, uh, like usual. My morning uh, bladder <laughs> emptying system uh, just decided to go. And then I fell asleep for another hour, so I woke up at 7.42 and laid in bed because I knew, like, you know, when you're like, you need to wake up, but you wake up like a little before you need to actually be up and you're afraid sure. to go back to sleep. Yeah. Pretty much what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so I just kind of futzed around in my bed. By futzed around, I don't mean masturbation. I mean actually futzing. <laughs> futzing? Futzing. I've never heard that word. What's that? It, a... Might be a Jewish word. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I want to say. <laughs> You've been quoting Casino all week. You do what the fuck are you? Hey, as long as it's a fucking quote, you can fucking say it. All right, so <laughs> I it on the silver screen. You can say it with a cannoli buried in your butt cheeks. <laughs> what what's that? What time did you get up? Are you up earlier than? Oh me? man, I got up at like I don't know seven thirty. Didn't didn't sleep too great last night, but I'm here. You know. Ready, ready to record. We are going to talk about uh, the movies that made us, or, you know, kind of a top five list in a way. Kind of the movies that shaped who we are as as young men, you know? <laughs> and it was very hard to whittle it down to five, because it's a struggle when you watch movies every day constantly and just only talk about movies. And anything else you talk about makes you seem like you're uneducated. So this is well, going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I had like a definite top three that I wanted to talk about. But um, but yeah, I, the last two, a little tough. And then I had some honorable mentions. But we'll, we'll talk about all those. Yeah, the, the list might change throughout. The more, the more we keep talking about it, I might just kind of weave in and out of other movies. Because top fives are constantly changing, right? Your mood's always changing. Your feelings are always changing. You might realize... You might watch a movie you've seen 15 times. On the 16th time, it'll just reach that upper echelon. So you never know. Yeah. Um, uh, interesting little story I wanted to share before we get going. So I recently reconnected with um, 
with my 15 year old niece. Hadn't talked to her in like five years or so due to like, you know, I don't talk to certain people in my family. So we kind of lost contact. But anyways, I, I save texted that her. Save that for the family trauma episode. Oh man, that would be an entire other <laughs> podcast explaining why I don't talk to certain people in my family. But um, be a long, long story short, I reconnected with her, sent her a text, and uh, we've been chatting a bit. And it turns out she's a huge horror movie fan. Oh, she shit. like awesome. sent me a picture of her wall with all her little figures and stuff on it. That's and awesome. yeah, and I'm going to send her, um, I already have it boxed up in my dining room right now. But after this, I'm going to ship out a huge box just full of all sorts of horror related memorabilia. And apparently she collects DVDs. So I'm hooking her up with a ton of DVDs. Some of the very same ones that I would watch repeatedly. Some of the ones that are on this very list. So it's that's awesome. Pretty cool to like pass it down, you know? Yeah, and you're gonna maybe this will shape her, you know. I hope so. Impact her. Yeah, I told her about the podcast, so she might be listening. So Ava, if you're listening, I love you, and I can't wait for you to to get the box full of cool stuff. It's now I got that young and like yeah, figure like finding movies that you've never seen before. That that was that was like the best part. Of getting into well, it's the best part of getting into anything. But since we're talking about horror movies and that's our passion, it was so it was awesome. Just like either going into Blockbuster or like even like searching on fucking Tubi nowadays. Yeah, just like discovering something that you never seen before and growing to be obsessed with. Yeah, but those were like the prime years for me. Yeah, like the, yeah. I'd say like twelve to fifteen age range that's when i would just you know you didn't have a job yeah no too, shit. Too, too young to work i would just get home <laughs> from school and like burn through movies you know and watch some of them repeatedly so hell yeah that, those are those are the days although i would not want to go back to those days at that age but those are no. like the prime for formidable years of all right well your taste yeah all right so i'll tell you what since, um, why don't you pick one off your list that fits oh. into that? I'm going to take you back. I'm going to paint the scene. You're, <laughs> you're in your bedroom. Hey, Bob Ross. Yeah. You're, you're on your, you're playing some PS2. You got follow the leader playing on your stereo. Absolutely. You got a D, you got a DVD picked out that you're going to watch later. Damn What's right. That? What's that movie, Doug? Oh, fuck. What's the Damn. one that, uh, a 14 year old Douglas just got you hyped. I mean, for oh, I mean, all right. If we're going fourteen years old, me probably probably a Nightmare on Elm Street. I'll go with that. That was one of the first horror movies that I seen. That just like pun intended took my soul, and I was like, oh my god, like things like this exist, and I was like terrified of it, but I was intrigued. That's where kind of like I was a little bit of like a scaredy cat growing up. Like I would have like. Me and my sister would be making peanut butter sandwiches like downstairs, and she would go up the stairs faster than me, and I would be scared to stay down in the kitchen alone. <laughs> uh, but like this yeah. was like the first one where I was like, I wanted to go deeper into the mm -hmm. into the horror realm because I was like, this is terrifying, but also I love this. And like, 
I don't know. Just the some the score. The score is like it's easily one of the best. Yeah, the score is kind of like oh, underrated, man. It's like kind of synth wavy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it has like those really like dusty bells that just kind of yeah. sound like they're being played with like a piece like a piece of carpet, you know? Like, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, the boiler room chase scene when Freddy's chasing Nancy, like that score is just yeah, and it's like it's a smart, it's a fucking, it's a smart movie. It's not just yeah. another like you know paint by numbers slasher. Not saying like you know Friday the Thirteenth. Obviously, story wise, it's like not it's it's I love it, but it's it's not like sure. the best. It's just like big grown supernatural dude who drowned slashes teenagers. And that's yeah. totally fine. And I love it. And I can watch any of those any day. Even yeah, Jason well, goes to hell. I and, mean, Friday the 13th was admittedly a Halloween ripoff. I mean, Sean, I'm pretty sure Sean Cunningham said that himself. I mean, followed the exact same thing. formula. No, it's not a bad thing. It's. I mean, but, no one can capture what John Carpenter did. But either way, what Wes Craven like did with like, you know, him... Uh, Freddy Krueger being able to tap into your dreams and there's no escape from Freddy, which is what I thought was like interesting. And now as a kid, I was like, this is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like I'm going to have straight up nightmares and like think it's one of those movies where like, at least when you see it at that age, I don't know. I would love to talk to someone who saw it at like, in 84 like grown they're like not 84 but when they were like you know like if they first saw it for the first time when they were like you know 25 30 or whatever what they yeah. thought of it because when you're that young your mind just hasn't seen that type of like stuff before so you're just like mind blown and i was definitely blown for sure mind blown yeah yeah <laughs> um so i rewatched it recently at the well, not recently, like, I don't know, a year ago, the Alamo had a, a screening of it. Hell yeah. And um, so me and my uh, ex went to it, and she had never seen it. And um, something about, like, watching a movie for the first time with somebody that's never seen something, you kind of watch it through a different lens, almost. Yeah, I, I that's and, one of my favorite things to do, honestly. Yeah, and um, I forgot, like, how many just kind of bad parts are in it. Like Nancy's mom. Oh man. Nancy's mom is so bad. So bad. Like, what she sells, yeah. she sells every part of that, like soap opera type of mom. It feels very like, soap I, opera. Uh, yeah. But like yeah. it was for, for that time, it was like fresh seeing like a little bit of a family drama mixed with a slasher. Cause it has some character dynamics. Obviously she was, you're like, so not rooting for her. You're like, how the fuck can you keep this from your daughter? And yeah. like, I feel like you need some parts to like hate. Like Nightmare on Elm Street is the perfect drive-in movie. Cause like you've seen it tons of times. Everyone's seen it. And people yeah. are like, you know, shouting at the screen and stuff like that. It's like one of those movies that like gets you hype every time you see it. Cause it's, in it's interactive. Yeah. And I forgot how the end Oh my pretty god! Much, yeah, pretty, pretty much turns into Home Alone. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, kill you yeah. slow. <laughs> and she has the fucking like the Rube Goldberg mousetrap set up all the house. Yeah, and the little skeleton, the skeleton that lowers down into the bed, and the little yeah, arm comes up like that. 
Like, yeah, but I mean, I, I have a lot of love for that movie. I mean, despite its, you know, cheesiness or whatever, it's a great movie. Yeah, I wouldn't even, I I wouldn't dare call it cheesy. But I see what you're well, saying. Well, you, you, yeah, you get what I'm saying. I think my favorite part is the school scene where Nancy sees, like, the body bag yeah, in the yeah. hallway. That's the creepiest part. But, um... Then you got the boiler room chase scene with the six score. So. And like the, the the way Wes Craven like immerses you into like the world of Nightmare on Elm Street. Like I felt like I was like in it when I first saw it. I was like, I, I don't want to be here. I remember watching a lot of the Nightmare on Elm Streets when I was a kid and being so confused because I couldn't tell like the dream stuff from I'm like, what the what the oh, hell's yeah, going yeah. on? <laughs> like, what is like and that's my what makes you watch seven it, like, year old brain couldn't comprehend? Like, what the what's going on here? Like, you saw it when you were seven. I mean, I would catch uh, bits and pieces of various sequels on TV. You know, so it was hard TV. to. Yeah, did you just mock my southern accent? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny. Man, I saw it on the TV. On the TV, because like you put you put emphasis on the wrong syllable. You fuck. No, you talk, talk how you want. Because I hey, say it like TV, hey. but you say it like TV. Hey, turn on the TV. <laughs> exactly, you the fucking V. <laughs> the TV. Hey, Viv, turn on the fucking TV. <laughs> hey, where's the clicker? <laughs> 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 I think it's lodging between the cracks of your fucking asshole. <laughs> Two asshole jokes today. Wow, I'm going for it. I'm tired. Man, you are going for it. All right. <laughs> I'm fucking tired. All right, so I'm going to bounce back one at you, Doug. All right. What's one All that right. little, little Philip wanted to want, just was obsessed oh, with man. as a child? Little Philip. <laughs> young, young Wee Tot. Not Black Philip. That's a reference. The. <laughs> To something else. Um, <laughs> I got to go with... This is mostly like in my teenage years. This is one of the DVDs I'm passing down to my niece. Hopefully it's not too scratched to play because I wore this thing out. Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives. Classic. A classic yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, I can watch this. I watch this at least once a year. Um. Yeah, it's just a great movie. It's fun. It's gory. It's got everything you want in a Friday movie. How did you stumble? Yeah. Like, is that the first Friday the Thirteenth movie you watched when you were a kid, or did you actually watch them in like succession? It was like, all right, this is the one that I'm gonna keep watching. Like, this one's too good. Well, back in the day, you kind of had to take whatever you could get. If you're you watching know? it on the TV, yeah, yeah, I would. I mean, thank God for the USA Channel because they would. Yeah. And like sci-fi USA, they would show horror movies. Um, I don't remember exactly the first time I saw this one. It's probably when I bought it on DVD from Best Buy or something. But yeah, it's just one I always go back to. It's it's a great it's a great one. And speaking of, I know I knocked Friday the Thirteenth for not having like a not like having a basic story. That one I think is. Easily one of the best entries. It was kind of Scream before Scream. 
It was a lot of winking at the camera. Yeah, yeah. Kind of satire. Um, and you could argue, so this is my favorite of the series, but you could say if somebody that had never seen this series said, Hey, which one should I watch that represents this entire series? Maybe go part four because this one's sort of a, it's like a parody of the series. Yeah. Whereas, whereas part four is just like the quintessential sequel. That kind of sums up the entire series and does it very well. And it's actually like it's more story driven than slasher driven because there's like you have the kid. uh, I can't think of his fucking name. Tommy. There you go. Tommy Jarvis. And like you're you're basically watching it through his eyes and you're basically not root. It's hard. It's hard to not root for Jason because it's a slasher movie. So you want, you know, him to start the murder fest. But like kind of changes your perspective on it. You're like, all right, this kid's being traumatized and Jason's traumatizing this family. It's a cool tie-in to like, yeah, it's a basic slasher movie. That's like super fun. Yeah. Part four, part six. Those are, those are up there in the sequels for me. Oh yeah. Part three, part three is also a favorite. I love part three. That might be between that and Jason takes Manhattan. Probably. Probably my faves, but like honestly, I mean, as like I feel like it's hard. Like everyone wants to be unique, you know, mm-hmm. and original. And I just feel like if you if you don't put any of like the Friday the Thirteenth or Halloween's or Nightmare on Elm Streets like in your favorites, then you're just trying too hard because like we all love them. And as much as it's mainstream and like it's so in the public eye, like. Those are like some of the first movies that I would pretty much argue like ninety nine point nine people yeah. saw first. Like, how many times have you watched like the AMC Fear Fest when you were like a fucking teenager, and it was just like the Friday the Thirteenth marathon, Halloween yeah. marathon, just yeah. everything. And it's hard not to like say like obviously. And I struggled with this. Like I'm like shit. Like because I there's so many favorites out there, and you're like eh, I don't want to put it in because I've seen it so many times. But like that's why it's one of your right because like. You just see that's you want. I could put on any of the Friday the 13th movies right now and I leave it up. Yeah. Even Jason Goes to Hell. Even Jason Goes to Hell. That one's a a rough watch. It's a little, but like, I don't know. There's just something about the Friday the 13th movies that are like comforting. Yeah, totally. And um, hey, apparently there is, I forgot who said this to who, but there's talks of like, hey, we're having a meeting soon and we might be moving forward with a new movie. That would so, be cool. But yeah, I mean, I'll get excited once they're like, it's in production. It's definitely happening because you hear this stuff all the time. Like, hey, we're having talks like that's, it's that's like saying, it's hey, cool. I got an idea. You know, and then nothing happens, and then nothing happens. I would want to see, I I really hope it doesn't go to like Blumhouse because we've seen it enough, we've seen them dismantle franchises. Wink, wink. Uh, yep, give it, give it to Monkey Paw Productions. Let's, let's see, let's see a Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele Friday movie, Friday the 13th, dude. I'd be all about that. It's not gonna happen, but we could only hope, or give it like Guillermo del Toro. That would be an interesting one to see what he would do with a slasher. Hmm. 
Yeah, unconventional hey, choice, but it would be it would be interesting nonetheless. Give or give it to someone completely new, like someone that hasn't really delved deep into yeah. horror. Because when Jordan Peele got his hands on horror, obviously he's a fan, but like, get out to masterpiece. Yeah, and like it's just give new new filmmakers a chance. Let's not give it to like you know James Wan or. Some other big no, definitely not. Please, God, no. Uh all right, Doug. So your mom's cooking some bagel bites in the oven. <laughs> bagel bites. Bagel you're, bites over pizza rolls, by the way. Easily. You're chilling in your room. You're, I don't know, watching SmackDown. Absolutely. <laughs> Thursday nights, Thursday night seven on UPN. <laughs> what movie are you popping in after the rock? Lays the SmackDown on uh, some jabroni. You know, you know, I do have a love for for the people's elbow, and <laughs> while I, while don't I, we uh, all don't we all yeah, hanging out in room three sixteen of the SmackDown hotel, my mom's whipping up some linguine. Uh, I don't know. I was a I was a fan of psycho. I'm a fan of psychological horror stuff that like really sits in your brain. And I saw this movie when I was young and I was just like, so like the mystery of it all, like uncovering the mystery of what was going on. It was a lot for my little dumb brain to handle. And like, I couldn't stop watching it. Uh, Rosemary's baby. It's easily, I could say this is my number one favorite movie of all time. Wow. All time. I love it. I love every part of it. I think it's perfect. I think Mia Farrow, is perfect. I think the neighbors are perfect because you don't see, I mean, I'm, I, it's hard for me to predict movies uh, while watching them, but like, I did not see like anything coming. Like, I didn't know what was happening. Like, I didn't know what the movie was about. Really? I just, I don't, I don't know why I gravitated towards it when I first saw it. I, all I knew was about like some like devil stuff. And I was like, Oh, that sounds cool. I'm going to watch it. And I watched it. And I just immediately love the characters, and I I love how I love the the length of the film helps because like it wasn't just like a quick one. I think it was one of the first movies yeah. that I watched that was like longer than most, and it like kept my attention as as like a kid. Um, and like cult, I love cult type of shit, like anything yeah. involving cults. It's just creepy. It just creeped me out. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's. That's fair. I've only seen Rosemary's Baby once. And really? I'm only once? Kind of ashamed to say this, but I saw it for the first time like two years ago. Hey, I man, just, some movies we miss. It's all right. Sometimes they slip through your fingers. And um, I enjoyed it. It was an interesting watch. I'll pro- I might revisit it at some point. Yeah. Just yeah, uh, after good. your high praise there. You need to. It's a good and it's a good comfort movie. Uh, I mean, it's it sucks that the that the director is a piece of garbage. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I, but I, I can't deny that it's one of my favorite. Roman movies. Polanski. I I, I, it's 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 a perfect movie. I yeah. I can't I can't sit here think, and deny it. I think Ari Aster likes it. Yeah, he's fucking better <laughs> <than> me. <laughs> because when I was watching it, I was like, oh, all right, this is. Uh, Definitely got some 
Well, Hereditary has Rosemary baby, yeah. Rosemary's baby vibes. Absolutely. So. This is this is the OG. This is the original. And it's just like so, and like that's another movie why you need just like Hereditary, you need to watch it more times than once. Because like you see yeah. all these hints and seeds that that gets dropped throughout the movie, and you're like, oh, that's why she's like the neighbor, you know, use these herbs to to have Rosemary uh, drink okay. it, and that's the reason and blah blah. And she's like, it's just like prepping her up to be to like birth of the son of the devil it's crazy it's it's like for the for the 70s that's a movie that was made in the 70s ahead of its time i would say um what year was that 73 um i should really know the year but 70 i want to say like i don't know why i'm saying 76 but uh i could be wrong i'm gonna what you got detective detective douglas on the scene all right, all right. We're not fucking Rosemary the Spice. Give me Rosemary's baby. Okay, never mind. Fuck me. 1960, 1968. Oh, wow. The late 60s. <clears throat> way off. Yeah, way off. I fucking suck. <laughs> I was like 10 years. Old. <laughs> I didn't know it either, but yeah. You're not going to bring up Jeepers Creepers next, are you? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. We don't need to. Um, Shine light on. I just start bringing up directors that have like fucking molestation charges. Like, yeah, Brian Singer, great director. No, no, dude. I watched a, um, it's like this 20 minute YouTube documentary thing about Victor Salva, the guy that directed Jeepers Creepers. And holy shit, like, I didn't know all this garbage. I didn't know all the details about everything, about everything that happened on the set of, uh, God, not Funhouse. Clown House. Or oh, Clown House. Yeah, I always get those two mixed up. But I yeah. Clown House last night, actually. Okay, yeah, it's definitely not Fun House. Uh, Clown House, I think. But yeah, holy shit. What a garbage human being he is. Yeah, um, he's a big, great A piece of garbage. And hey, here's a fun fact for you. Do you know who essentially paid for his very powerful attorney and was like there to comfort him through all this and, and got his sentence reduced drastically because he paid for this attorney, Francis Ford Coppola. Weird, weird connection there. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Francis Ford Coppola. And Hey, you know what? Goodfellas is better than the Godfather. So there you go. I I would hundred <laughs> percent. I I would take Goodfellas over The Godfather any day. I'm sorry, maybe that makes me a bad Italian. Robert no, De Niro, Joe Pesci, like Ray Liotta. I, I'm sorry. I mean, obviously you have Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and all the other you know, yeah, all the other legendary actors in Godfather <laughs> too. I just find Goodfellas way more entertaining than The Godfather. Now go get your fucking shine box. <laughs> go get your fuck. One guy's looking this way, one guy's looking the other way, and the dog's in the middle saying, what do you want from me? <laughs> oh, man, we got to cover, um, we should just cover Goodfellas in Casino one day, just for the hell of it. I mean, I'm so down. I could watch, That's those are movies I could watch anytime they're, they're on. Dude, if you come across Goodfellas just randomly, it doesn't matter what part you stop it or start it at, you're like, well, I'm going to watch this. Yeah, this is too you know? good. Yeah, it's too good. It just sucks you right in. Like you gotta gotta watch it. All right, Doug. Gonna gonna hit you with one here. Yeah, hit it up. All Let's right. 
All right. This was a big one for me. I caught like the last half of this movie on the sci-fi channel. S-C-I-F-I. Oh, before the not the, the S-Y-F-Y. Not, not the S-Y-F-Y. So this was back in the day. I must have been, must have been like 11, 12, somewhere in that range. But I caught the last half of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Mm, mm, yeah. And I loved it. And then I would, they didn't like say the name of the movie or whatever. So, so you were like, like, what the fuck is this? I was like, what is this clown movie? So I just started, I don't know, maybe hopped on my shitty dial-up internet. And I was like, horror movie, clowns, popcorn, guns. But I eventually found out that it was Killer Clowns from Outer Space from 1988. And I went out and bought the DVD. And I've, God, I've probably watched this movie like 50 times or something. Yeah. I love this movie. It's it's great. Now we could talk about because this was on my list too. The, the, I I knew we All were right. eventually going to cross cross paths. All right, our favorites touching and, tips. Uh, this is another <laughs> <laughs> touching clown gun tips. <laughs> touching ray guns. Touching popcorn guns. <laughs> but this movie is so good. I'll go on record and say this is like a family movie. Sure, it's a good movie to watch. It's good, wholesome, fun. The cra- the clowns. The clowns grossed me out. Yeah. And just like like the practical effects were so gross. And I'm like, wow, this looks amazing. And I loved like again, like a good director, they put you in the world of the movie, and I was like, I wanna like hang out here. Like it was so creepy, but also super fun, crazy concept. It was just like one of those movies that's like borderline fantasy, but like there's no wizardry going on. But it's just like, yeah. wow, kind of like peaks your imagination a little bit when you're when you're a kid i like i remember watching it indian style in my uh my living room in the house i grew up in and i think a couple friends were over in it we just saw it on tv like you did nice and we're like we just left it on because this is it was so it was so good we just loved it and i love how it and even even today uh like again like you said you've seen it 50 times i definitely seen it the same amount um there's like a lot of subtle fucked up scenes in that movie like as fun as it is and like goofy as it is like when the um one of the clowns is like uh like you see the family having ice cream or whatever and yeah the clowns is like waving for her to come over you're like this is yeah. kind of uh, really messed up it's like yeah. go bad real quick and uh where uh yeah i love that there there are some dark moments in it like in the police station yeah when he's working on like a puppet like that is terrifying he's like what's he say he's like we we just want to kill you dave yeah yeah. or whatever he says that dude's the best by the way that dude's he's one of the best like piece of shit cops in all of cinema history because he just doesn't believe what's going on and so many quotables and he's like, yeah. killer clowns from outer space. Holy shit. He really sells that. Yeah. Like, Dude, oh, I, ICP so sampled that part. You're damn right they fucking did. You're See, damn I, right. You always say you're not an ICP fan, but anytime I bring him up, you're like, what do you mean? What? I, that was my whole childhood. I can't unknow that stuff. Psychopath, Psychopathics from Outer Space Part 2. Is that the song? That's the album that it was on. I forgot what song it was. Hmm. I forgot. 
I don't know. Oh, that's I, okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, as, I mean, yeah, they're fucking horrible, but it's my childhood. Hey, no, they're not. Come on, just say you love insane clown posse. I mean, yeah, to some degree. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll say, I'll say it too, man. Hey, they got some. I'll, I'll, I'll listen to Great Malenko and have a good time. Whatever. Great, Great Malenko's got some fire stuff. Riddle, Riddle Box, Ringmaster, all that stuff. Yeah. Ringmaster, I think, is my favorite. Loved Wagon it in Wagon. middle school. Um, you know, I can only take so much as an adult, but yeah, I respect those guys. Yeah, yeah, they so. do make a lot of noises rather than rapping. <laughs> um, do you think we're ever gonna see that sequel to Killer Clowns? At this point, I don't think so. I think they're just gonna keep lending out that license for merchandise and you know good for them for making money doing that but damn where's the sequel um yeah i don't know that's a hard that's a hard uh, stance to go on because like i i'm with you i don't think it's gonna happen but like it's such like a known property and netflix we're in the age where just streaming services are throwing money at things uh, so it could be like a straight to Netflix type of deal. I could see it being like a streaming service movie. Um, yeah. I hope not, but yeah, I would, yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. Have you been to Spirit Halloween yet this year? Not yet. I haven't been, but you know what? Yeah, me neither. I haven't I, been. What are your What are your feelings on Spirit Halloween? I got some thoughts. Um. Oh, all right. Got some hot takes. <laughs> I don't know. It's um. A fun place to visit. I usually don't buy a whole lot of stuff just because I already have too much shit. Um, but yeah, it's cool to walk around in. Pro tip, if you're a big horror collector, go the day after Halloween or even the week after Halloween because they mark down shit like crazy. So You just got to hope that they have the good stuff left because at least around yeah. here, a lot of the spirit Halloweens, last year they had all the killer clown stuff. They did not have any in our stores. Um, they barely, even though, and like, honestly, the the designs of the killer clown stuff that they had last year was a little scratchy, a little bulky, a little, yeah, just didn't yeah. look up to par with something like Trick or Treat Studios or anything. Granted, it's Spirit Halloween. It's fine. Yeah. But like, yeah, I never really end up leaving the store with anything. Really, because besides like, you know, if they're selling like some Trick or Treat Studios masks or whatever, then then I'll, then I'll cop some but like yeah some of the, it's like i i don't want to be demeaning because i it's a halloween store i fucking love it no matter what it's fun to yeah. visit like you said and see everything there and just like take a look around and browse but like it's like the target of halloween stores like it's like the live laugh love of halloween yeah. stores. Like some of the shit, <laughs> shit they sell is just like goofy and i wouldn't decorate my house with it but it is fun just being in a halloween store you don't want to buy a sign that says gather to put over your kitchen. <laughs> All like, fucking like, yeah. Peace out, witches, or whatever. <laughs> and I, 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 I'm glad that people enjoy it. It's just not for me. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, like, all right. My, my place is, is decorated Halloween all year round. I don't need to celebrate it just for, like, October, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, that's just the mind set that i live in <laughs> well hey spirit halloween movie it's coming remember that yeah yeah 
<laughs> I come off like such a hater, but I kind of nah. Hate. You're. I mean, you make some I, valid points. I accept my role. It's. A... All right, Doug. You were up next, my friend. Oh shit! You ready, to, you ready to fire one back at me? Yeah, yeah. What, uh, what you got, dog? All right, this is gonna be shit. I'm torn between the two. It's hard to pick fucking five. Call him Natalie Ambrulia because he is torn right now. I'm torn. Solid nineties anthem. This is out here. <laughs> Let's do the Scott Stapp version. <laughs> Scott Stapp covers everything. Uh, Shit. All right. Uh, let's pick. Let's pick one. Okay. This one. This one I saw, and this kind of kicked off my love for. I don't know when. It, I saw it. I, I will put this in my top five because, like, it changed the way I view horror films as a whole. Uh, the original House on Haunted Hill. It completely skyrocketed up to my top my top five favorite because I, I i watched it um i would say maybe like a little before the pandemic so like i'm kind of newish i hate to admit it to that movie hey uh quick side note i've never seen it oh my Sorry. god <laughs> let, let me let me sell it to you because oh, oh my right. god hey you i know? saw the 1999 remake well, this is way better than that. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Uh, this movie really, like, I watched it and I was just like, I never saw a horror movie that had dialogue like this sharp. And hmm. the, it was made in the in the 50s. It's Vincent Price, so it's 59. Classic, yes. And it, it really does so much with, like, dialogue and imagery and really paints a picture with the dialogue and that's what i was like completely like gripped by i was like holy shit like it why isn't like what happened the horror movies from like the 50s to the to to now like just comparing i mean it's an odd decade to compare it to but from because it's vastly different but from the from the house on haunted hill to like the stuff that we got in like the 2000s when it was just like all about jump scares and the stories were shallow and it was like very teen soap opera. It's like, how the fuck do we get from like this super smart dialogue? And like Vincent price was just like, like you're just completely drawn to him the whole time. And even the other actors in that movie is just, it's just such a good movie. And, and they do so much with so little that they had in 1959. And it's just, I was like, this movie's fu- this, is, this is great. Why the fuck did I not see this earlier? I completely love this. And that's easily easily one of my top fives, because Vincent Price is one of my favorite actors. And I was like, well, wow, this movie's, this movie's Now great. I gotta watch it. That was, uh, man, that was like football, halftime locker room speech <laughs> right there, man. I'm, I'm fired up, dude. Break out the Gatorade! Let's get the electrolytes <laughs> flowing! Alright, guys, we're getting creamed out there, alright? <laughs> How bad do you want it? You don't score until you score. <laughs> until you score. <laughs> there Wait, you what go. Is, yeah. What is that from? Oh, American Pie. Ah, striker. Yeah. Do you have some place you need to be? <laughs> yeah, coach. I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love that movie. How about the uh, the football coach and not another team movie? He's like, all right, oh, god damn god. it! I want to see some muscle out there. God damn it! <laughs> 
That's another classic movie, by the way. They don't do they don't do like parody movies like that anymore. There's that was no, the like, best spoof movie I'll of all it, time. I I'll think. give that to you. I yeah. mean, are you putting that over like Airplane and Naked Gun um, and all that stuff? Because those are great ooh. too. But not another teen movie. Yeah, it's up good. there. It's top yeah. five. Yeah, it's the it's art. I will, I will art. I will say that. I would probably, I'm with you. I would probably put it number one, but as like an unbiased thing, it's top five, no matter what. I, it, either sure. one, two, three, four, five, it's in there. It's somewhere. Did that have a new metal soundtrack? I don't think so. I uh, know Marilyn Manson had a video. Yes. For Tainted that song. Love. Tainted Love. The, uh, yeah. The, the, huh. Fuck Marilyn Manson, but that was a good video. Yeah. Man, we're just talking about all the shit bags today. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, we got, this is the fucking this is the fucking predator episode apparently. Those Christian moms in the nineties tried to warn us, man. They were right all along. <laughs> you know they were. They were. Let's give them credit where credit is due. Um, if it does have a new metal soundtrack, we're going to talk about it because we got to do a part two episode soon. Oh, man. We're, we're doing it. I'm so yeah. I'm so down. We met, I was watching. I, I texted you the other day. I was watching Little Nicky. Oh yeah, uh, which is a just a bad movie. It is bad. Somehow, yeah. like it's still it's bad. It's not good. <laughs> but somehow you sat through the whole thing, right? Yeah, I don't know how. It's just oh, it's That's, so it's just so bad. It's just, those are Adam yeah. Sandler movies. You're like, this is so fucking stupid. But also, some- yeah, exactly. Yeah, for yeah. some reason, you just watch them. Yeah, uh, cameos in that movie. Yeah, spot on. John Witherspoon forgot that he was in it. John Witherspoon, the dad from who he uh, is. the dad from Friday and the dad from uh, the Wind oh Wind yeah, Wind. that's right. Like, I'll show you crazy ass goofy. Hey, is <laughs> it's like good impression there? <laughs> I just watched it, so it's fresh. Isn't in it uh, Quentin Tarantino in that movie too? Yes, he's the he's, d- the he's the blind dude. Yeah, the preacher. Yeah, he's uh yeah he's in it. I don't know how. Listen, Adam Sandler's a great guy from what i've heard so i'm sure if adam sandler calls you and asks you to be in the movie you're gonna say yeah just because he's sure. a good dude but yeah it's just seeing the writer of pulp fiction and you know reservoir dogs yeah being that hunk of shit funny to watch. <laughs> reese witherspoon he got reese witherspoon that's right to be in the movie she is in that so like i mean it, I, I love adam sandler but it's just like why? Why you? Why you? You don't need to. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> Cassie is getting her flask. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I felt like I was talking to little Nicky. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. Is it my turn? Yeah, you uh, just did yeah, house yeah, house yeah. on haunted hill. Yes. Okay. Your turn. All, All right. Here we go. Um, I'm going to go with the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know what's funny? I'm glad you fucking said that because I was teetering between how I, I did it just for you. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We could fucking did it just for you, man. Easily top five. Easily top five. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. Um, and every time I watch it, I love it even more. Like when I first saw it as a teenager, I'll admit that it didn't really grab me for some reason. Like it, it stuck with me and I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like a 
oh shit, this is like my new favorite movie. Yeah. Because maybe like the um, first half of it kind of drags a bit, you know, and you got to deal with Franklin and listening to his bullshit. Yeah. I mean, when you're, when you're young, maybe you just didn't like, it didn't, it didn't just hit you because yeah. it wasn't just like blood, gore and everything. Smells like, like a damn slaughterhouse in here. <laughs> Sally, Sally. I hate, I hated him. When I first saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I was like, yo, I hope this dude gets killed quick. Yeah. He sucks. I don't give a fuck if he's a handicapped person. <laughs> yeah. Just cut his throat. But yeah, man, every time I rewatch it now, God, that whole chase scene at the end is just fucking perfect. The chainsaw dance. In Classic. The, oh, man. It's just, you know. that That is a movie that, like, I was on the edge of my seat watching. Because everything, like, the way Toby Hooper directs, it's so, like, close up. Like, yeah. he gets, like, down and dirty. He's like it's like in your face type of directing. And I when I first saw it, when when did you see it? Were you a teenager? You were Yeah, I must have been like 12, 13, something like that. Alright. So we were about the same age when we first saw it. And I'm trying to remember if I Yeah, like I was I loved it when I first saw it and was like, oh my God, like this is fucking this is messed up. Like this is like I feel just like gross. And I love feeling yeah. like that. After like a, like I love feeling as weird as it sounds. I like feeling uncomfortable after after a movie sometimes. Sure, because like you're just like oh like yeah that movie yeah. just makes you feel greasy. Yeah, after you watch it, like ah, I need to take a bath. Yeah, you take like an Epsom salt bath. Get all the <laughs> get all the filth off you. <laughs> but but yeah, that- man. I mean, it's a it's a classic, and I watch it probably once a year now, and every time I just appreciate it even more for what it was for what it is. Yeah. And the, and the grandpa just like sickens me like the way, again, the practical effects, like that is a movie that's like, it's time. It's a timeless movie because it's just, it's, I think it's a good, if you're just starting off watching horror movies between that and another movie, which I'm not going to mention because you're probably going to mention that next between Oh, I think I know what you're going to talk about. Yeah, between 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 TCM and and that movie, it's a good jumping off point because it's terrifying. Yeah, and and that that's like the I think it's a quintessential horror movie that you have you'd have to see. I agree, Douglas. And uh, remake, not so bad, you know. Yeah, uh, well, a lot, of, lot of a lot of deal. Yeah. I like that one. That one's a fun one. I, I uh, Har- Harley Lee Ermy or whatever his name is. He always uh, he's always great to see. Yeah. Um. Nah, we won't talk about like the new one. The yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I don't know. It wasn't that bad, did you? I think I texted you after I watched it. I was like, I know everybody's shitting on this movie, but I kind of had fun with it. No, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I it was fun. And but then like, I rewatched it. I'm like, wow, it's stupid. Oh yeah, because we were gonna do like an episode on it, I think, or whatever. Yeah, I forgot what happened, but after rewatching it, when you know what to expect, yeah. um, it just there was no, there wasn't a whole lot to it. it. Yeah, not a lot of nuance to that movie. Yeah, 
The movie sucked. It's a shitty movie. But... I mean, it, it does suck, but at the same time, there was something kind of fun about it. It was fun. It was know. just so like when Leatherface jumps out of the water like he's fucking Free Willy. I was like, <laughs> that's what they're doing with this? Okay. We need Goldberg Spears to check into the water. And then it tried to do the Halloween kills thing and brings uh, Sally back, played by another actor. And you're like, oh, yeah. all right, this is shoehorned in. This is just that the was... last like 10 minutes of the movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that part was weird. <laughs> it just she's... didn't make, nothing made sense with like that movie. And she's laying in the garbage like Oscar <laughs> the Grouch talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> it, was, it was so bad. It was, it was a bad yeah. movie. Yeah. Can't argue that. Um, all right, Doug. I think it's I think it's your turn, my friend. Why don't you uh, all right, fire okay. one off for the good people? Um, just looking at this list here. Wow. Um, all right. I guess I could add this because top five. Because fuck, I I, I have to say, I would have I would have to say Scream is in my top five. All right. Because it's one of those movies. Can't argue that. No, it's just, uh, it was just a different type of movie when I saw it. And I just love the design of Ghostface. And like, that was like, I felt like when I saw that movie, it's just like how when you were, like, when you first see, like, when you first see, like, Halloween or Friday the 13th, you're like, all right, this is like my decades movie. Like, this is our movie. I saw that and I was like, we have one. We got one for the 90s. Like, this is it. Like this scream is it. And the opening scene just like completely shocked me. And I was like, this is visceral. This is brutal. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And then it's, it's just a fun, like whodunit Scooby-Doo type of brutal horror. I just loved it. And I I still, I could, I could watch that movie so many times. Like I was contemplating on putting it in my top five, but I have to, because I love it. I just you can't you can't deny your love for movies sometimes, uh, as cliche as it sounds. But um, yeah, I just remember watching that movie in the '90s and was like, "Yeah, like this is it. Like this is the one." Yeah, that opening scene really is like one of the greatest openings of all time of any like movie any, ever. <laughs> any movie ever. Yeah, like you don't you don't see it coming. You really you really don't. Know what's gonna happen, and that's why. And Wes, goddamn, Wes Craven is such a brilliant director because Drew Barrymore yeah. signed on. She knew what she was getting into, and I don't know. I, I I wonder if Wes Craven knew the impact that just that one scene would have on like audiences. Because even if you're not a horror movie fan, people talk about that scene. Yeah, because it was just so like out of nowhere, and like Drew Barrymore is like Hollywood sweetheart. She's never been kid. Well, this is. Before Never Be Kissed, but like she was an ET. She was in the other, she's a legendary actress already at this point. And you're like, oh, all right. And then she gets murdered. Yeah. Completely I mean, flips it on its head. That like probably like now people are kind of getting tired of the meta wink winking at the camera. But like that movie, that yes. movie did it first. That was the first one. And, and that, was, that was fresh. Yeah. Um, Sorry, you can talk about the new screen. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I'm not gonna talk about the new screen. But no, I'm right there with you, man. Scream was a was a big deal, and I guess if you could had to pick one movie 
that represents the 90s or the the horror movie of that decade, it would be Scream. It would be hard to not say Scream. Yeah, it really did change everything because after that, it was just lots of copycat sort of yeah. style. It kind of ushered in that the hip and sexy lingo team yeah, like the slasher. Team, the team yeah, like, and you have the craft too. We can't deny that the craft isn't one of the best horror movies. Hey, I, you will get no pushback for me. I love the craft. The craft is great. The craft is yeah. really good. And I don't think it gets talked about enough. Also has Dev Campbell and Skeet Ulrich. Yes. Alone. <laughs> and uh the great uh the great Fruza Balk. And uh yeah, Jan, yeah. Marsh Marsha Brady's in it. <laughs> wait, what? Oh yeah. In, uh, in the, in the craft. Yeah, I was like, wait a sec. <laughs> wait, no, no, no. I'm talking about um Sorry, I just watched the Brady Bunch movies from the <laughs> 90s the other day. The girl that plays uh, Marsha. Who plays Marsha? You know, like, uh, what's her name? Ben, Still- ben Stiller's ex-wife. I forgot her oh, name. The blonde. Oh, Christine yeah. Taylor. Yeah, isn't that her in the craft? The one that's, like, always picking on uh, the girl oh. in the swim class? Oh. um, Right? Yeah, I think you're right. Sorry, I went on a confusing like. <laughs> no, I was like, because I, I I haven't seen the I've seen the craft a couple of times, but I haven't seen it in a while. And the last time I saw it was maybe twenty twenty, and that's a long time ago from now. Um, yeah, I think that I think you're right. I think that is her. People are like, why is he talking about the Brady Bunch? What the fuck is this? We segue into a lot of weird shit <laughs> here. The people should be expecting this. But yeah, that scene at the end of the craft. Um, with like the reptiles and snakes and but like crawling over the house, that shit made yeah. me like sick. That made my stomach turn because I hate snakes, uh, and I did love that. I felt very uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, that's another one of the '90s. That's one of the one of the best. I, I feel like. Um, but yeah, scream, scream is it for me? Yeah, can't argue that it um, still lives on, man. People fucking love scream, like. Even the even the younger generation today, that's like their shit, you know, and rightfully so. I think you know what I. I think I, I know why it's kind of like the perfect merging point between the everything from the fifties then on. It's like it all led up to scream, and then it's just it's like the perfect halfway point. It's a great yeah. starter yeah. starter movie. Solid, you know? yeah. That's another one that if people, if you're, if someone's getting into horror for the first time, Scream, I feel like Scream, if you're doing like a 10 essential horror movies of like, and we're talking all decades. Yeah, you got to put that Scream would have to be in there. Yeah. Because it touches on every aspect of horror movies from all, all decades. What were you going to say? Um, Did you see that new VHS that I just got? The... Sealed copy. It's um special oh, yeah, edition. You, yeah, you texted it to me. I was like, I never seen that before. I never saw the cover at all. Yeah, I didn't either, but I came across it and had to get it. I got an offer for it for a decent price, fifty bucks. So I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. That's unique. Never seen that. So yeah, I had, really, had to get it. Really cool. 
Yeah, I wonder what that goes for. Like, if you like search it up on eBay or whatever, you see. I've only seen used copies sold, and I've seen I've seen them go upwards to like seventy five. I maybe saw one for like ninety or a hundred or something. Damn. Yeah, it must be like a rare type of like screener or something, or just something that only had like a limited run. Yeah, you don't see a lot of commentary VHS tapes, but. It's pretty cool. One that I've seen. All right. Is it my turn, Doug? It is you, sir. All right. Before I get into these last two, I want to throw out just a random honorable mention. I only put this here. I'm only going to talk about it (laughs) because it's not so much like the quality of the movie, but the villain just used to scare the shit out of me when I was a young kid. Leprechaun. I mean, Warwick Davis as Leprechaun haunted me, dude. The voice, his dirty-ass teeth, <laughs> his long fingernails, his voice. I, yeah, nightmare fuel. Yeah, that's something you see as a kid that kind of could creep you out. I, I can see how you didn't want to go to bed after that one. I was, <laughs> never on, I was never on the Leprechaun train. I, like, I feel like even like with, with Child's Play, like if you're like a tiny thing, like that just doesn't scare me yeah also had child's play down here as well did you for a top five no not well it was just like an honorable mention just simply on the fact that it did used to kind of scare the shit out of me back in the day not so much like seed of chucky but you know child's play (laughs) 2 terrifying child's play 2 i i actually like over child's play 1 even though chris Durant oh yeah isn't the original yeah, same um, here. I'll, Child's Play 2 is my favorite. But How's Chucky it hanging, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> that should be your, that's what everyone should say to you. <laughs> Great line. But le- yeah, Leprechaun, lepre- le- I mean, he does look pretty fucking disgusting. Yeah, you just don't want to, like, get bitten by that fucking guy. Fucking just, ankle biter. Yeah, it's just dirty-ass mouth and the voice. Yeah. <laughs> It's still it still haunts you to this day. Yeah, it's making me nervous right now. Um <laughs> all right, now on to a real one. Here we go. Had to put this in here. You're not gonna be surprised because there's an image on the screen right now of this movie, but I had to go with The Lost Boys because I love this movie. And I saw it for the first time when I was like Actually, I didn't really get into this movie until I was like 17 or something. It's one of those movies that just slipped me by. But when I did first see it, holy shit, I played catch up and watched it so many times. I love this movie. I watch it like maybe a couple times a year. If it's on, I watch it. And I saw Tim Capello (laughs) live in concert about a month ago. And holy shit, it was amazing. All right, now I'm going to let you in on a little secret. All right, let's hear it. I've never seen The Lost Boys. Hold up. Never Hold up. Dude, you've never seen The Lost Boys? I've never seen it. How? It's just one of That's those like, that I miss. Like, sorry, I'm not, I'm not judging you. I hate when people do that. Like, dude, you've never seen so-and-so? But, like, The Lost Boys is such a, a big one, you know? I just never seen it. I don't know why. I never, I never got around to seeing it, and it's been on my list forever. And I, I just never put it on. I never, 
I can't believe I you've never it. mentioned this because you know how much I love this movie. I know. I talk <laughs> about it all the time. <laughs> you've never been like, hey, let me check out The Lost Boys. No, and I, I don't know. Like, you know how sometimes, like, you need to be in the mood to watch movies or, like, certain movies or whatever. I don't know. I guess I was just never in the mood to watch The Lost Boys. And I don't know. I just, I need to, I need to watch it. I'll probably love it. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm flabbergasted right now. <laughs> this is... This is a historical moment. This is a, this is a revelation right here. Yeah, again, no judgment. I get it. There's, Probably a big offense. Know. There's like, I don't know. I feel like everyone has those those movies that are classic that you just that you just missed. Yeah, but now I'm gonna have to demand that you watch the Lost. <laughs> like you have to. I'm gonna need to see it. I'll drive up there and hold <laughs> you at gunpoint and make you watch this movie. <laughs> uh, that. You know, I probably won't be paying attention to the movie that much if you. <laughs> but we'll try. Just, just have a gun in your mouth, like watch the fucking movie. <laughs> You're like, okay. That means you'll be in front of my fucking face. I need to see the screen. <laughs> but uh, I mean, Monster Mania is this weekend. I'm bringing my laptop. Uh, maybe we can watch in the hotel room. There you go. Oh shit, that's right, Monster Mania. Hell yeah, Any, anybody on your bucket list that you want to meet? Ooh, I already got photo ops for David Arquette. They just announced him last week because Nev Campbell dropped out due to filming. Uh, Skeet Ulrich dropped out due to filming. Then they got Marley Shelton, who plays... Filming what? I, they didn't say. Probably some under wraps type shit, but... Scream 6? Yeah, maybe. That's, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Are you going to bring uh, Ghost Skeet back? Ghost Skeet. For part six, Skeet Ghost Rick, <laughs> rubber the rubber face bandit. Ooh, I forgot about that part. Yeah, of that, that, was little, that was a little rough. <laughs> when he came on the screen, I was like, "Ooh, where's the where's the, the get, I thought you guys had a solid budget. Use use fucking Play-Doh for his face, <laughs> or you didn't have to CGI it at all. You could have just left old ass. Yeah, could have you know? just left it out of the story. Like <laughs> you yeah. could have had him just shave. He only has a five o'clock shadow, or at the start, yeah. But they they needed a they needed a plot device, I guess, that, uh, for her. Yeah, yeah, she needed something. Um, so, anybody else you're going to meet at Monster Mania? Lance Hendrickson is a, is a good one. Oh shit! Okay, uh, I mean, he's been in some Pumpkinhead and Terminator and so many things, vampires. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Dick Warlock is going to be there. Uh, which is pretty cool. Um, tricky Dick Warlock. Yeah, Tricky Dick. They should. They should, really get, <laughs> they should really get fucking Billy Warlock too. I don't know what he's doing nowadays. Well, if you got some free time, watch the Lost Boys on your way, or when you're hanging out, or so I, help me God, I will murder <laughs> you in your sleep. I'm sorry. That, I'm, sorry no. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um. All right, Doug. Your turn, buddy. What you got over there? All right, all right. Uh, it's funny because we kind of have like this. The we went through like the same movies uh, a little bit. Uh, but if we're going, if we're going top five. What number is this? Is this the I, Rosemary's Baby, House on Haunted Hill, Killer Clowns? Because we both have the same. I had Nightmare on Elm Street. That's right. Uh, so this is the this is it. I mean, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was also could be in the top five, but I could pick another one. Um. Well, we already talked about it. So. Yeah. Um. I'm just looking at this list right here that I have. I have a list of top twenty movies. Um. It's a Halloween fuck. kill. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> you, you fucking wish. <laughs> That'll never be on any list of mine. Not even on a 10 most hated list because it doesn't even deserve to be listed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Hell, Hellraiser was a big part of my, my teenhood. Um, okay. I watched Hellraiser. I can't tell you how many fucking times when I was like 15, 16, 17. It just like the the fantasy world of it just like drew me in and it was just not your typical slasher type of movie and it was just weird yeah it was just really weird and i went through all i i had like marathons of like all the fucking hellraisers and i was like this is just strange uh, like this is fucking weird the first one it i i teeter between back and forth between the first one and the second one being my favorite i i do like hellraiser 3 love that one uh, and then the rest are like, you know, they're just stupid and fun. Yeah. Um, but the first one is just like, damn, like, all right, Doug Bradley really like goes for it. And like the Cenobites and everything. Uh, I just love the design of them when I was a kid. And I was just like, this is just like, you know, when you're that young, you're still trying to figure out who you are. And I was like, this is weird. Like, I feel weird and this is weird. So I connect with it. <laughs> yeah. The, um, are you going to tell me that you haven't seen Hellraiser? I've I've seen <laughs> Hellraiser. But I will say I like Hellraiser, but I'm not crazy about it. It's a series I've just never really gravitated towards for whatever reason. Like, I appreciate it. And do you remember the compilation? It was called Boogeyman, like the DVD. It was like Boogeyman? scenes. Yeah, Boogeyman. And it was just like 20 scenes from various horror movies. It was great. I had it on VHS. It's it's actually really cool. I'm sure somebody listening has heard of it, but they had the scene from Hellraiser on it. The, uh, the Jesus wept scene where he gets hooked in the face. Like that part, brutal. Badass. Pure nightmare fuel. Yeah, it really is. Like everything about that movie, like, I was completely, because I was, like, again, like, you know, when you're that young, like, I wasn't really thinking about story that much. I was just like, all right, let's fucking get the killing going on. And, like, it made me want to pay attention. And, like, when the kills did happen, I was like, holy shit, this is paying off. And I just watched it. It's a good, really good story. And it's just really strange. Really, really out there type of horror movie. Isn't there, like, a new one? I don't fucking uh, know. Remake of some sorts. That's Re- another series, man. They can just, they never seem to get it right. It's kind of like you Texas know. Chainsaw. It's like they just keep trying and trying and. They could stop. They could stop anytime they want. Yeah. That'll be good. And yeah, those don't quite hit because, like, I get, it's understandable why they keep on remaking Halloween. They want to remake Friday the 13th because, like, they're pretty basic premises. You know, Hellraiser is a little more complex. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's really not that complex. So maybe my argument is invalid. But I don't know why. Yeah, they just can't. They try to add too much stuff into it, and like you're, they're never, they're never going to recapture the the glory of the original. It all, it all comes down to the director. Like the director's visions, just yeah. suck about about, <laughs> about those remakes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, 
I'm sure it comes down to like, yeah, the writing, the directing. Like let 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 Ty West do a Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot. Ooh, now you're talking. Yeah. Like if you if you want to do it right, get someone who understands uh you know, tense, dreadful moments, atmosphere. Yeah. Uh you know really? what? Just let Ty West direct everything. How about that? Let All him right. get a shot at Halloween, Texas Chainsaw. Let him do a Hellraiser. Just... Uh, I, I, I want I want Jordan Peele to get to get in on the on the Halloween franchise. Oh no no no! Sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street. If they're doing another I, Nightmare, I on think Elm he'd Street be better game. suited. Oh yeah, yeah, he could do some cool stuff with that. Or you know, Hellraiser seems like he'd have more to actually kind of yes. play and expand with. Yes. You know, actually yeah, that's really that would be really good. That would be really interesting. Because he's just a he, he he's he's a very complex dude. But we both know that's not gonna happen. No, it's not. Uh, fucking no, Blumhouse is gonna do it. Hey, gonna say I could get Robert England to do anything. Sure, sure you can. <laughs> All right. Well, with that and with that said, how much time do you got, Doug? I know you got to go to work soon. Uh, yeah, probably oh, like three minutes. <laughs> three minutes? Holy shit. Okay, how do we talk about Halloween in three minutes? Oh, Halloween. Yeah. All right, Halloween is obviously my number one. I used to watch this movie constantly. The atmosphere of this movie just permeates the room when you watch it. You can practically feel the cool breeze blowing in from your TV screen into your face. When like did you see it first? Oh, oh, man. My earliest Halloween memory was sitting in the living room at my cousin's house. She was babysitting me, and I was sitting cross, cross-legged cross watching the USA Channel or Indian Style, however you want to say it. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and uh, I call it Halloween 2 on the USA Channel. Shout out to the USA Channel. Changing lives. Seriously. Their, their, their programming back in the day was spot on. But yeah, I remember the um, the scene where Michael picks up the nurse with the scalpel and her little clogs fall off. And for some reason, that just stuck with me. And that sort of started my fascination. But yeah, I got the original Halloween on VHS. This was before DVD. Yeah, so yeah, I just watched the shit out of it. I loved it. Still do. It's my it's, number one. It's one of the best. You have to put that on if we're if we're going again. One of some of the first horror movies that you should watch as like a new horror fan. Halloween is it? Halloween might be as cliche as it is the number one because sure, it, it encapsulates think, yeah. everything about what a horror movie should be. Yeah, you have the nemesis with Loomis. Laurie's like the perfect screen queen, lead actress. Um, perfect score atmosphere it's all there you really so. summed it up like that's it like that's it and that's another one that anyone that's an, it's so much rewatchability like you could just watch that movie all the time and never get tired of it and that's i feel like that's a lot of people's favorites like as 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 you know in the in the mainstream as it is it's it's there for a reason because it's one of the greats yeah and i hope you are ready for lots of halloween talk because 
I want to really ramp it up leading up to Halloween ends. I got some some ideas I'm going to run by you. We're going to get the... Uh, I'm down. I'm down for it all, baby. Yeah, so I did the I'm epic... Film- the Halloween bullshit. What? <laughs> <laughs> so I did the Epic Film Guys podcast the other night on Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That's right. Uh, that won't be in my top five. But it was a very fun episode, and those guys are awesome. Shout out to Justin and Jeremy. But we're going to have them on our show. And I told Hell them yeah. I, want to get, I want to go deep into like the Halloween franchise. I know they're big Halloween fans. So want to do some stuff with them. Got some other ideas we'll, we'll talk about. Let's do but, it. Uh, I'm, down, I'm down for it all. Yeah, I had, it's been a long time since I talked about a lot of the Halloween sequels. And they've been on my mind a lot lately. So that, getting that time of year, you know. Yeah, I this is yeah, I'm with you. Every time October comes up, I'm watching Halloween's, I'm watching Friday the thirteenth, I'm watching all the classic the classic stuff. We're not even halfway through August though, but I'm I'm already mentally preparing. <laughs> AMC Fear Fest. Just put that shit on and they just put it on a loop. Oh, all right, Doug. Well, I think that concludes both of our list. I know you gotta get to work. I got some some stuff to do around the house as well, but uh, this was a lot of fun, man. Um, I yeah, yeah, we could talk about favorite movies all day. I have another five. <laughs> I have I have another so many. Have to save those for next time, though. So I will go watch House on Haunted Hill, and Dog is going to do his homework and watch, watch Lost, Lost Boys, and report back pronto. <laughs> Let me know what you think. Yeah, we'll do we'll do a recap. We'll do a favorite movies that we haven't seen recap. I mean, this is exciting because you've never seen The Lost Boys. Like, I'm very curious to hear what you think. I might watch it tonight. So, you know, I'll, I'll watch it after the show. Oh, I yeah. Have, I have it. I have it on tape. Pop it in. <laughs> all you got, all you, you're just one little movement away from greatness, man. That's all you just, I know. I suck. Just pop it in. Just tap, pop. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> It's all in the tapes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, with that said, Doug, I think we're going to hop off of here. Um, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, oh, yeah. Got a lot more fun stuff coming. And, yeah, so look forward to that. Doug. I will talk to you later, my friend. Black Phillip, I love you. I'll text you later. I love you too, buddy. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) See you later. All right, bye.